How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals, help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake. Welcome to the Little Things with Mitch and Jake. Jake, ask me anything. I really, really enjoy these episodes uh, every season. We're season three right now, episode thirty-two. Ask me anything. Uh, where are we at with this, dude? I'm freaking pumped to be on it. It hasn't it hasn't been too long. I know we hopped on right before Christmas uh, to record, but it feels like it's been a little while. Uh, obviously, since we've done an Ask Me Anything, too, we, we always wrap up our seasons with an Ask Me Anything where we gather questions from you guys, the listeners, and I'm pumped, dude. I'm smiling. It's always fun to just kind of throw uh, throw some questions out there and and kind of have an episode off the cuff, if you will, so I'm looking forward to it, my man. So we've kind of developed a routine, I guess, in different seasons. We have obviously each section of the book within the chapter and then we have the ask me anythings and then we have an episode of uh things that didn't make the book and then our last one's our guest speaker what what do you enjoy the most and then of course our quick hits our new quick hits we got what do i enjoy the most and i suppose the easy out would be to answer all of it but i'll uh i'll say the quick hits have been fun mitch because they're, they're a little bit uh, off the cuff, and it feels like at, at times they're a little bit lighter and, and, and conversive, if you will, where we kind of get a chance to razz each other a little bit and just kind of speak what's on our mind from that day. You know, these, these questions are coming from our listeners, and we have our long episodes too based on the outline of the book, but these are the ones where we just kind of throw together and, and hop on on short notice is always fun to me. Yeah, I really like uh, inviting guests. I think both of our guests, Sean Cavell and Dana Dykehouse, have been fantastic, uh, really added a lot. And then also, uh, we're lucky enough on our sponsors to come in and talk, and just genuine people uh, that care about people, uh, that, that carry out the mission of what we're trying to do here on the podcast. I think uh, anytime we're able to have a visitor come on and chat, I think it's good. I also like, for my fact, you know, because the book... I was able to describe kind of my thoughts already. It's nice to dive into them, but I really enjoy talking about the ones that didn't make it because those are like dreams, aspirations, and things of, of my students and, and where they come from, and they're just as important as the ones that made the book. So it's nice to bring those up and uh, shed some light on those because those kids are awesome too, you know what I mean? Absolutely, and I, I love those those conversations too where where – you know, an answer comes up and then, you know, you think of a, a story from school, you know, with you being in education, Mitch, you hear these stories all day long. And it's kind of cool that uh, a conversation might spark based on something that you even saw that day. So it's always cool to dive into those. And then the the guest ones are, are super, super fun. I'm thrilled to have our season three guest on here in a little bit. And I know you guys uh, out there will appreciate that one too. So it's just been fun. It's been a journey and, and uh, we're glad that we can serve you guys in some form or fashion. 
Throughout this season, we are going to be talking about things we have given up on. One organization that will always be there for us in a time of need is the National Guard. Today's South Dakota Army National Guard remains strong with more than 3,100 soldiers available to execute its missions. The mission of the South Dakota Army National Guard is to provide combat capability to the war fight, security for the homeland, and provide combat-ready units in three roles, federal, state, and community. A special thank you to those serving our country from us at The Little Things. Our main goal is to show you that by appreciating the little things in life and understanding what the people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's quality of life. So the topics today, ask me anything and did we ever get some questions, some people to shout out to that uh, reached out to us and we apologize not everyone was able to make this episode, but continue to send us questions and we'd be glad to get those on. Lori Nealon sent us a few, Logan Penfield, Brandon Birch, Ty Mischke, um are just a few that uh, that made the cut. And again, we, we encourage anyone to send us questions. We even include some questions throughout the, the season. So we really do ask me anything at the end of every episode, but it's nice to dedicate just one episode to those things. So Without further ado, let's get to a question, Jake. What did a Saturday night look like in your hometown during high school? Keep this G-rated, Jake. <laughs> of course, Mitch, of, of course. Uh, none of us got, really got into too much trouble up there in Summit, but a Saturday night in high school for me uh, typically was right after a, a football game or a basketball game, football games being Friday nights. Saturdays um, were kind of a, a recovery day. Uh, honestly, you could find me shooting hoops all day long, uh, even during football season, obviously during basketball season and in the spring, uh, you know, Northeast corner, um, summit is a big basketball town in our family, especially just loved the, loved the sport. So you can find me playing basketball. And then later on, uh, if there happened to be a volleyball game or whatnot, uh, me and my friends would go to that. And one thing I'm thinking of is we used to play main street football, Oh, yeah. on, on Saturdays. You guys did that too. On the uh, lights, you bet. We never did get to shoot hoops in a tipped over silo, but we did play some Main Street uh, football. The barn, what an atmosphere. But yeah, I, I think of me and Lucas Pearson and Brian Pearson and Chase O'Farrell and, and the Eccles boys on Main Street just throwing the football around under the Main Street lights. We did that almost every single Saturday, so that's kind of where it brought me. What about you, Mitch? What's going on in Brentford High? Yeah, Brentford High, you bet, you bet. Population 65 when I graduated, but it's getting bigger. Got some families moving to town, which is kind of cool. Uh, we, we kept it local, man. Um, it's crazy now in education seeing kids and how kids have changed, especially close to Watertown. Uh, I was, you know, I was an educator in Waverly where I wrote this book. Uh, Dubrook and then now in Florence and it's unbelievable how many kids like make it into Watertown on a weekend it's like a staple you know what I mean and it wasn't like that growing up it really wasn't uh, traveling up to Aberdeen you know the big metropolitan area of Aberdeen there was uh, it just didn't happen much I'd say once a month maybe we'd go up for a movie or something like that we had a purpose to go we didn't just stop to go get socks and Walmart, you know, it, we, we made it kind of a deal. We'd always go out to eat and stuff like that. You know, growing up in high school, um, 
dating Cherry, I guess, uh, you know, my junior and senior years. So I spent a lot of time with her on, on Saturday nights. You know, it was always a good night if there was a ball game, basketball, playing ball. We did that, played a lot of basketball outside of that, went over to a friend's house, uh, to name a few, I guess, is, you know, Casey's hanging out at his place, uh, Crestbard boys going over there, but there's just a lot of good times. I, you know, you reminisce about them when you get together. That's that's why these high school reunions are so fun. To, you're just so carefree, man. I mean, that's something I miss about it, but, you know, there's good and the bad, and I love where I'm at right now, and it's always fun to go back and reminisce about those times. Boy, carefree couldn't be well <laughs> like better stated i mean high school is just you know the responsibility level is, is is pretty low and you're young and growing and literally just growing up with with your friends it's literally so much fun i know you brought up casey there it was so such a a fun night uh when we met up at great shots here in sioux falls you had that speaking gig in town and we got to meet up beforehand and hit some golf balls and catch up with casey that was that was a good time and and kind of took us back a little bit so uh always always a fun time there you know, and I think about the times that kind of moving back with, you know, carefree times and having a good time in high school, and I, I don't think that we allow ourselves to do that enough, you know. I, I think we lose that side of things because we don't have to be uptight all the time, but we are. We're trained to be. We, we don't like to let our guard down for the simple fact that we've been burned on it a time or two, but... I think from time to time we do have to go back with that high school mentality and just just live life, you know. I mean, I've got a wife and two kids, and I love them dearly. And But there's got to be times where we talk about these little things that just bug us all the time because we're wired to do that as adults. We're, we're wired to, to take care of the little things for, for the people around us. When we're in high school, we didn't worry about those little things. And... I think at times we have to find ways to to let our guard down and just relax and enjoy kind of what we've done, the fruits of our labor, essentially. I love it, Mitch. It's it's back to the basics. I was just talking about a friend with this. Uh, one of my goals in 2021 is to get back to the basics, you know, the, the real small, simple pleasures and get back to hobbies uh, that I may have put down in the past and, and just enjoy life, just like you said there. So that was well put. Um, on to a different question here that we received. Uh, I'm curious about this answer, Mitch. What is your all-time most exciting Christmas gift? You know, obviously, uh, geez, I wonder if I got a car for Christmas one time. That was probably pretty exciting. Obviously, it should be more exciting than it was if I still don't remember it. Uh, my parents were great on Christmas, and they took care of us well, and spoiled us so to say i i just just because it's recent and it's relevant i love our <clears throat> stocking exchanges that my wife and i do because it just it's nothing big it's nothing like we're, we're spending hundreds of dollars on each other it's just sentimental stuff where it's a surprise and i don't know i like it i think more than she does but i i truly appreciate going to to walmart finding some things that she'll that'll make her smile and go that so i i think as you get older a little bit too i kind of want to turn it most exciting christmas gift that i've received i remember more of what i've given uh, as i've gotten older i've received awesome gifts and obviously appreciate all those but i sure appreciate giving and receiving the stockings with my wife how about you love it man uh yeah when we when we got emailed this question i had to really really think about it and 
one memory popped up specifically. This is when we were young, me, Alex, and Nicolette. This is when, <laughs> so the first PlayStation that they ever made came out, right? And there was this, uh, there's this bigger box and the small box in the middle of the pile, and it was actually for all three of us kids, and we couldn't figure out what the heck it was. And we got to that middle pile, and I remember I opened the smaller gift first, and it was, of course, an NBA basketball game, <laughs> like 2002 or three, whatever year that was. And we all looked at each other and got so wide-eyed. My parents might have got a little worried. And then we started screaming. We jumped up and down, and we ran up and down the stairs in our own house. <laughs> <laughs> just, just being that excited because we had wanted one so bad, and we just... They, they tell the story all the time, but we literally ran up and down the stairs just screaming in, in excitement. So I'll, I'll always remember that one. Um, but other than that, uh, again, maybe a, a recent one was uh, my sisters actually went in on a gift together and, and blew up a picture of me at Zion National Park out in Utah, kind of overlooking this just breathtaking unbelievable canyon and they blew that up and put that on a canvas so that's that's pretty dang special too but like you said mitch i i enjoy giving i think we all do and it's tough for me to remember you know a lot of the specific gifts you know we we were very fortunate have had great christmases and stuff um and i use a lot of the gifts and still have you know clothing and such but i i don't remember specifics it's more about just that christmas morning uh, you know, our, our, our immediate family is always together on Christmas morning, just opening gifts, having coffee, laughing and everything. And I just, I absolutely love Christmas time and just enjoying that time with the family. You know, <clears throat> I talk about holidays and stuff like that. It always just seems like as a kid, uh, I remember taking advantage of getting together. I, I think most kids do. And it's not until something happens. Uh, we lost uh, my one of my uncles when I was a sophomore in high school. Um, Alan Daly was his name, and great guy. His kids, you could, you can, I mean, you could see him through his kids and their success and and what they do. And I just remember after that, like just making sure that I spent time with people and like being present, you know. And it's hard to do that as a kid because I think you take for granted you're invincible and then something like that happens and i quit taking it for granted because you just never know and holy smokes have holidays really turned around for me i've really enjoyed it and that's kind of when it shifted from like all the gifts the materialistic things the food the turkey the stuffing to to the conversations and and spending time and having good conversations with with various people not just one or two yeah, it's it's what it's all about, and, and conversations are everything. I think about it too, just just sitting around the supper table and and playing some games and just just laughing and enjoying the company. You know, it it seems it seems like a weird thought growing up and even through school a little bit because you spend so much time with family, and then you obviously uh, grow up and and kind of go in your own direction. And not that you took it for granted when you were younger, but the 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 memories and the holidays and the events and stuff when you're able to go back home and and spend that time with family is just just super special i absolutely love it so we're going to go back down memory lane again what was your favorite childhood toy jake favorite childhood toy i don't know if this takes me back too far but <laughs> i think i've mentioned this on an episode before i had i was absolutely obsessed with the lion king right 
and I had a book that I would read to my parents before they put me to bed. I loved it that much. Um, I could literally recite the movie backwards. Um, but I had a I had a Lion King book, and it had it had some drawings in it and whatnot. I think I read it and opened it and flipped the pages so much that eventually the ink just got wore off. Um, I think it's just an all white. Uh, piece of a, a book right now but I think of that um you know and there's there's tons of other sports related things you know uh basketball hoops uh football game um there was this carpet that we had uh that we you'd, you could do like race cars on it and and whatnot so but the one that stood out right away was was the Lion King book and I don't even know if that can is considered a toy I just it just shows you how much I loved <laughs> the Lion King <laughs> Was that like two or three years ago or what? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, they literally just uh, made a live action one, and I, and I got all uh, tangled back up in that, so I'm right back at it. Good for you. Good for you. No, it's a sweet movie, and that does bring back some childhood memories and stuff, those, those old Disney movies and the Disney Channel original movies. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Disney <laughs> Plus came out, and I just, just binged on, like, what, Brink? Brink. Brink, you bet. Alley Cat Strike was a good one. Smart House. Um, Moto- motocross. Motocross was a good one. Double, double Team. Double Team. You betcha. <laughs> the, the, the move where they pick up both feats, and it's an obvious travel, but it's a really good move. Um, you know, but they were good, though. I enjoyed them. Oh, they, they were so good. And I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, the other one as well, too. There was one with... Uh, uh, a leprechaun and Irish. Luck of the know. Irish, of course. Luck of the Irish, there it is. <laughs> so what I want is I, I, I would really like our listeners to kind of take part in this and uh, shoot us an email on their favorite Disney Channel original movie. And if it makes you go back and watch another one, I'm I'm so happy for you. Oh, I really please, am. please send us those, please. Uh, Thelittlethings.mitchandjake at gmail.com. If we could get those, that would be fantastic. And we'd sure like to share them too in our next episode. Uh, next question. Well, I suppose I didn't answer that one. Did I was going to say, you better answer what's your favorite childhood toy, Mitch. Uh, huge fan of a Nerf basketball hoop, like uh, with the little uh, foam balls. But we'd uh, the old Reed living room turned into uh, the Barnett Center a few times. The uh, Aberdeen uh, Northern State Barnett Center, it sure did. But, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting now that I go back home how much that living room has changed. And I realized, I was kind of curious right away, but then I realized they could start buying nice things because I wasn't going to break them. I wondered, I'm like, why can't they do all this living room stuff while I'm living there? Well, I realized that uh, they couldn't because I was busting everything. So I'm glad my mom's able to have the living room of her dreams she never could while I was there. But uh, another thing was like a ball return. It was like uh, it was a baseball net where you could pitch into and it would come right back to you. That was a fan favorite too. So those were probably my two favorite childhood toys. But we're going to kind of change gears here. You know, it uh, took a couple steps down uh, memory lane. Jake, where do you see yourself in 20 years? This is a nice question. Wow, this is a nice question and a complete 180. So we went down memory lane and now we're fast forwarding 20 years. Um, where do I see my life in 20 years? Um, a lot of different ways, Mitch. I don't, 20, 20 years is, is pretty dang far ahead. Um, I don't mean to scare you here. No, I'm just thinking. Uh, I mean, I'm excited to 
to have a, a loving family and, and have some kids. I, I think that will happen within the 20 year span. At least I, I hope it will. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot of the projects that I have going on right now and to see where they lead. I can't quite say, you know, in 20 years where, where they'll be, but I have a couple of projects here that I'm super, super excited to release here in, in the spring of 21. And I'm looking forward to see where those take me. Um, I'm looking forward to see where we're at, uh, with humanity. Um, you know, I think there's been a, a big push in, I would say, I would call it self-awareness, self-development, growth, um, and, and a focus on our mental health. I think that took a big leap and a big step forward with the year that we had in 2020. And I'm excited to see where, where we're at in 20 years in that regard, what type of of new things are uncovered, uh, where we're at mentally and emotionally, um, physically and spiritually. I'm just excited for, for the future and in, in the direction that we're heading and in the direction that I'm heading. And, and a lot of that, uh, you know, 20 years is far out, but I literally take things day by day and, and that'll get you to your goal. So that's, that's what I think about. Sounds awesome. I mean, it's just crazy where, where different people are, you know, obviously in 20 years, I see my family being you know my two girls out of the house which is crazy to think about right now like they're so dependent on us you know and it's it's an awesome deal it's trying i'm even thinking about church my my wife's an awesome mom and that that helps immensely but just to to look at that and then all of a sudden think 20 years from now they won't be in the house who knows they might be married um Hopefully they take after their mother and are a little more, uh, I don't want, I, you know, compatible with other people other than me. But, yeah, 20 years from now, you, you obviously, as an adult, think profession, professionally, where are you going to be in 20 years? That's the, fr- I mean, that's what you talked about with your projects and stuff. Um, our society really pushes the, the professional side of things and that kind of deems success, really. I don't know, man. That's the beauty of it. I don't know where I'm going to be in three to five years. I really like it in Florence. I do. Could I be there in 20 years? Sure. I don't see why not. But I don't know. Sky's the limit. Hopefully obtain my doctorate degree. And that's what's going to be cool about this question, Jake. We're going to look back on this and and kind of hopefully everything comes true and stuff. But, you know, I have my doctorate degree and then who knows. Uh, We'll do a lot of consulting with my wife and see what's best for our family and we'll move forward with that and i don't know how many kids we're gonna have that's not my decision that's out of that's way over my pay pay scale you know that's the wife's decision but hopefully i have one more healthy one and i don't know in 20 years yeah it's it's cool to think about though but i i like your your twist on the the society thing i i think we're gonna move uh technology is always something i think about what in the world's technology going to be like in 20 years and Jeez, is it basically going to do everything for us? You know, uh, but yeah, what a co- what a cool question, man. It's kind of scary to think about, and it's also exciting to think about in a technology standpoint. One thing is for certain, um, within twenty years for you, Mitch, I think you'll still be going to school. I think I think you'll still be getting degrees and still taking I classes. And- I hope not. I'm done, man. I'm done. I haven't really stopped since college. Well, I haven't stopped since kindergarten. There was about a year I took off, and then other than that, it's been just rolling, man. 
Yeah, so you might as well, might as well go another 20, right? Right, yeah, just get every degree I can. So, the 20 years thing, that I mean, that was pretty broad, but a good question to kind of dive us into this. Uh, good question from a good buddy of mine. How do you guys go about not sweating the small things? You know, like, there's major life issues. Uh, yeah, the, and this is kind of from the email, which is a little funny, but I'm a rock. If the zipper on my coat doesn't work, I get pretty frustrated. Not a day ruiner, but pretty much the only thing that stresses me out. How do you let the small things, because, you know, how do you avoid them? And I'm, I'm not sitting here saying we're perfect either, Jake. I, I think from time to time the small things do bug us, but how do you put them in your past to continue moving forward? <laughs> Yeah, I have to laugh too. I, I'm a rock. If the zipper on my coat doesn't work, I get pretty frustrated. And we've we've all been there, right? That that uh, that zipper can be be the end of us. But it's it's a great question, um, and kind of actually, a, you know, it's it's part of our podcast and part of our mantra, if you will. Uh, the little things, but a little twist on it. You know, how do you go about not sweating the small stuff that goes wrong? I I will always go back to just being in control control is kind of a funny word because we we literally don't have it um and i think that's where a lot of stress comes from is is outside noise outside um perspective outside voices other people and a lot of it doesn't circle back around to us and what i think about is is one of the only things that we literally can't control is ourselves and and with that our our attitude um so yeah, small things happen daily. We've had episodes on this, Mitch. You've brought up, you know, multiple things, uh, multiple examples within family life and having two young daughters and just kind of running around, um, you know, with the mad chaos in, in your life. Um, but you don't let it get you down. You know, sometimes it bugs you. And then at the end of the day, you kind of look at it and take a deep breath. And it's just like, you know, everything is all right. That, that wasn't a big deal at all. We had a quick hit uh, on the blue carpet story. If you haven't listened to that, that's, I believe, our second or third quick hit. It's called Blue Carpet, but um, also something very, very small, something very minute that happened in, in a person's life, and um, that person was a little bit stressed about it, and it turned out to be something much, much greater. So I, I just think about it. I, I always am – I'm always mindful of, of – how how I'm feeling towards things and how my attitude and and how my emotions are showing up and I always remember that I have control um, I can you know flip your switch uh, you can be super super frustrated but snap your fingers and you can be in a whole different mindset it's just a choice and and I've always kind of uh, been in that type of mind frame and the more and more I study and, and think about it the more and more it's true is just our minds are, are very very powerful and we have the the option and the choice to not stress ourselves out so that might be a pretty deep answer for uh not sweating the small things and talking about zippers on coats but that that's where my mind goes i'll tell you it kind of depends with me and i would assume some of our listeners have these issues too it uh it kind of depends on my level in, of anxiety to be honest uh when i'm not within a structured situation i i have problems with anxiety i'm i'm not here to to hide that and when anxiety has picked up in my life uh, these little things do start to bug me so I I would be lying to you if I don't 
sweat the small things, especially during times of of anxiety. I look at things in my job, and there are small things that uh, that bug me from time to time, and you kind of put them in into perspective, and you have to move forward because if you don't, if you dwell on those, like it's going to come home to you, you're not going to be effective. And I think that's part of it too, is you have to look at the things that are bugging you. And it makes complete sense because when I have anxiety, I don't, I don't think about the future. I don't think of all this stuff. I'm worried about where I'm at right now. But I think you have to look at, is this going to bug me in a week? Is this going to bug me in a month? Is this going to be a big deal in a year to five years? And it's easier to do that when you're not dealing with anxiety. I'll tell you that right now. But it's a question I ask myself. And a lot of the times, the answer is no. I mean, you're not going to think of those things. And that's how it doesn't bug me. And I also put myself in other people's shoes. Geez, we all know people that are dealing with a lot. You know, dealing with it a lot. And I almost feel guilty for letting... Well, you know, you bring up the zipper that it's uh, there, but, you know, crafts. Geez, I was working on beanbag boards, and the son of a guns wouldn't cooperate. And I remember getting so frustrated, and I'm like, holy smokes, this is bugging me right now. There are people that would love to be me right now dealing with this beanbag board rather than dealing, dealing with their own problems. And I think it's tough for us to do that. But if you're able to do it, I don't think you sweat the small things as much. Yeah. No, that was well stated, Mitch. And I just think of it too, like it, it's, it's perspective. It, it really is. Like you said, uh, there'd be thousands and thousands of people that'd be lucky to be in, in your spot, you know, um, in reference to the question, there'd be thousands and thousands of people who would be lucky enough to have a coat, you know, let alone with, with a zipper on it that they could zip up and stay warm with. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's well put and it's easy to, it's not easy to to slow down, but once you do and and put some perspective on it, uh, I think you become um, more grateful and, and less stressed out. So, real quick here, then we got one deep one, and then we're ending. I I've really enjoyed this episode. We've been uh, you know elaborating on some things and really having some good conversation here. But what is the one song that sparks a special memory for you, Jake? <laughs> It's hard for me to pick one. It it really is. Um, so many songs, so many memories. Um, one I, I thought of is uh, Should Have Been a Cowboy by Toby Keith. Uh, for one, I do think that it is one of, if not the greatest country song of all time. Um, so I'll throw that out there to our listeners. And two, uh, when I was super young, um, Toby Keith was kind of it in country music and my mom and grandma took uh, me and a couple friends to a concert and somehow we ended up with uh, a backstage pass or VIP or something and I actually have a signed picture with Toby Keith oddly enough um, so should have been a cowboy is one of my all-time favorite country songs and then I always think of that memory obviously when I when I think of that song so um, that's my song Mitch what about you well, I think I'm going to shoot to the recent. You know, I've been a part of a few weddings right now and super honored in all the weddings that I've been chosen to be in and that I've attended. And I always think of a song, uh, uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody, by Whitney Houston. 
Oh man, love come it on now. <laughs> I love I love that song, and it's such a wedding song. But uh, yeah, I get after it, and it's just it reminds me of the good times that I've had, not only at the wedding dance, but just uh, celebrating with with people, and not only the bride and groom, but just just friends coming together for for a good for a good time and talking about different things, past experiences and things like that. So it reminds me of weddings and like what they're about. People are always like, well, yeah, people get married for the bachelor party. Forget the bachelor party. I have no time for that. I mean, yeah, it's a good time to go out with some buddies and have a couple cocktails, but I like the weddings, the family, like the the atmosphere, and I, I really enjoy talking to people. And So, yeah, that that's where I'm at with that. Talking about one of the greatest songs of all time. I want to dance with somebody. Whitney Houston, come on. Yeah, I that mean, if is, it played right now, I might think about jamming out. I might. That is an all-timer. Yeah, weddings, get-togethers, dancing in the kitchen, whatever it may <laughs> be. What what a jam. So the last one uh, came from uh, a follower that's been, been following us on this podcast. And a great question. Uh, she wanted to mention out the statement, it is what it is. Is it is that the easy way out to not push for an answer or a means to realize you can't control everything? Uh, wow. Deep, man. I mean, you hear it all the time. It is what it is. It is what it is. You want to elaborate? Deep, deep indeed. Uh, I love it. And I actually didn't mean to overlap. I, I hadn't even realized that this question was coming up, but it is part of the question even within there and that's that's control um i'll keep it short and i'd love to hear your elaboration mitch but it is what it is 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 a common saying for a reason and i think that's because people are going to do what they're going to do and you're not in control of other people and that's why 2020 was so tough for so many people it was it was stressful there was a lot of news there was a lot of negativity out in the world and it only escalated and escalated as the year went on. Um, and a lot of people got in a tough, tough spot because of that. And it's understandable and it was an extremely unique year for all of us, but at the same time, we didn't have a whole lot of control over a lot that happened. You know, individually, you and I, you know, individually with the listeners, there wasn't a whole lot that we could do, you know, other than kind of, you know, stay dialed in and, and focus on ourselves and try to make the most out of our experiences and, and our time with ourselves. So, um, yeah, I'll try to keep it short, but we, we only have control over us and that's our decisions and our attitude, the way we handle things, uh, the way that we decide to take care of ourselves and, and control ourselves and, and who we choose to be around. That is literally all under our control. And when you hear the phrase, it is what it is, and when people say it is what it is, it's just a, a, a true statement. If it doesn't have to do with you and, and a decision that you made, it's out of your control. And I don't let, uh, I don't want it to think that um, it should affect you that deeply. I want to take two approaches on this because I think when someone say says it is what it is, they're coming from two different ways, and it's completely opposite. Um, those that say it is what it is, say it so they don't sweat the small things i think it's pretty easy to to grasp a situation that we're dealing with and say it is what it is because there's no fixing it and i ain't stressing out about it because i tend to do that so it is what it is that's that's how it is and i'm not going to sit here and worry about it because there's no 
there's no sense in that. I'll take the complete opposite look at it, and I've seen this um, in different places that I've been, saying it is what it is because that's how we've always done it. That's an issue. You know, that's an issue. Don't don't do things. Don't continue to move forward and do things the way they've always been done, just for the sake that that they've always been done that way. You know, evaluate the way you're doing them, and be better, improve. So I do think I think she's absolutely right. But I think it depends on the person and the mindset that's asking this question, or that's saying this statement. You got to know the people. You got to build relationships with them. And why are they saying it is what it is? I mean, are they dealing with a lot of anxiety? Is this their way to cope with things in their life so they don't sweat the small things? Or is this a person that's looking for the easy way out? She's right. I think both answers that she's given are right, depending on the circumstance. Yeah, I I love that, Mitch. And it it's so true. And, and it goes back to perspective a little bit. But yeah, it is what it is can be an easy way out if you will, depending on the situation, kind of like you mentioned there. But at, at the end of the day, some of the stuff is, is just, is what it is. You know, I, <laughs> there's, there's certain, certainly different ways to, to look at it. But at the end of the day, um, you know, the clock keeps ticking, you know, we only have one go at this thing. And if you do sweat those small things and, and get stressed out about things that you can't control, you're going to get in a tough spot. So the things that, uh, that are what they are just let them be that way and and move on before the end we revisit past episodes and include reviews and questions from our audience we also read a few shout outs as well comments from our listeners are brought to you by the allen and connie fannin foundation which was created to enhance the quality of life for children thank you for the support of the little things got any shout outs for us jake um, I do. Uh, I have an anonymous shout out. Uh, a friend of my mom's actually um, had reached out. I know we did that quick hit number three, get to know Mitch and Jake, um, which which uh, was kind of fun and, and super light and kind of our story. And she just uh, had told my mom uh, through a conversation that uh, she just really appreciated that and, and kind of chuckled and laughed and didn't realize that you and I had such a history that uh, dated back. And so the stories and stuff uh, kind of made her laugh, and I think she really enjoyed listening to that episode. Well, sweet. I mean, it's it. we probably, Jake, we probably would have never had that episode if people don't reach out. You know, it's nice to hear from those that are listening any kind of questions. And our last quick hit was actually from from a good friend of mine and, and the podcast and that's kind of where we're getting some of our ideas from we're not pulling them from a hat you know it's it's people that are listening that would really like us to elaborate on certain topics so uh continue to do that and continue to send that out i got two two shout outs and <clears throat> i ran into them at a bar on different nights i guess and i make it sound like i'm a bar fly but it just always seems like i have good conversations with people uh, the few times that I do go out and, and have a good time. But a uh, good friend of mine, uh, Colton Halski, you know, talked to him about a week, week or two ago. And just, it it's so cool. And I talked to you before getting on this, Jake. And it's so cool how 
some of our stuff like just impacts people and it's different you know it's never it's never the same episode it's like oh yeah i remember listening to this episode or i remember listening to this concept on this episode it's all different you know and it just goes to show you the wide variety of listeners that we have and and the impact that it has and geez we're having a blast you know I think we've said it on prior podcasts. If we only had 10 or 15 listeners, we'd continue to do it because we're, we're carrying on. But we sure enjoy it. But uh, Colton Mahalski, thanks for that conversation, man. Uh, it's good. You know, it was from the heart, and we chatted about it. And things change, man, and it continues uh, continue to push forward and, and develop and reach out to those that you love and second one was Alex Ortmeyer uh, an old baseball player of mine I ran into him up in Aberdeen and just kind of shared some of the things from the podcast and and some things and how he just enjoyed uh, you know it's kind of like us talking it seems like we're sitting here at a, a kitchen table and we're just having a conversation with the people that are listening and I love to hear that I love to hear that it's not forced the real life things and the way that you and I talk back and forth, it's like we're we're having a conversation. So thanks Colton, thanks Alex for for listening and and going forth with that. So yeah, thanks guys. I really appreciate it. It's it's so fun to hear from you guys, and really that that really keeps us going. Mitch and I just just love the interaction, and and that's kind of the the basis of what we started this podcast on was just furthering furthering conversations and, and diving into the little things so we really appreciate you guys uh obviously reach out to us anytime questions comments um maybe taking a different path down a conversation whatever it may be we want to hear from you that's the little things dot mitch and jake at gmail.com that's our email and also continue to like and interact with us on our facebook page the little things podcast on facebook we've been active on there and uh, just again, uh, so much continued appreciation for you guys. Our last comments are brought to you by Gray Construction out of Watertown, South Dakota. For over 100 years, Gray Construction Company in Watertown, South Dakota has specialized in assisting our local commercial, industrial, and municipal clients with projects of all scopes and sizes. Servicing Watertown and our surrounding communities, our team of fully licensed, bonded, and insured contractors deliver a wide range of construction and project management services, ranging from concrete pouring and finishing to steel erection and finished carpentry. Thank you, Gray Construction. I had the opportunity to work with them in a few building projects, not only in Florence, but in Waverly, South Shore, and they've done a great job for us so give Dustin a call there or if you have any questions uh, don't hesitate to reach out last comments Jake what are we thinking dude absolutely loved it what, what a conversation uh, I know I've said this maybe a few spots uh, in between our episodes but this was one of the the just funner conversations that we've had uh, and it all came from questions that you guys the listeners uh, had asked us so again just the continued appreciation and support I, I really enjoyed the conversation um, and then just kind of wanted to end on, on a note, uh, you know, the new year just, just began. Everyone take a deep, just a deep breath and a deep sigh of relief. Like 2020 is over, finally over. We get a fresh start. Um, make sure you guys get back to the basics and, and, and really push forward in 2021. It's going to be a great year uh, if you make it. So um, just wanted to remind everyone of that and, and the power of choice that everyone does have. So let's, let's, uh, let's really dive in and make this year count, guys. 
Absolutely. Thanks for that, Jake. Uh, and yeah, let's keep pushing forward. You're going to hear from us in uh, 2021. Uh, continue to follow us, and we've sure appreciated all of the the thoughts and people reaching out. It's it's been absolutely great. If you're interested, uh, we are seeking sponsors for season four or any future uh, seasons moving forward. Uh, just reach out to us at the little things at gmail dot com, and you can be a sponsor as well. So tune in for the next episode, season three. We're gonna go over some of the uh, concepts that did not make the book. One of my favorite ones of each season, and then we're gonna actually move forward with uh, with our season three guest speaker. So we got two good episodes coming up. First one will be though. We're gonna go over some answers that did not make the book this is mitch and jake signing out this was a special presentation of the little things by mitch and jake for more details on the podcast or the project check out mitch-reed.com it's just jake.com or purchase cardboard confessionals on amazon and remember the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for listening.